Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is The Daniel Baldwin Show. Lovely. Lovely, and welcome to the big show. Delicious. Yes. Okay, so we're going to get straight to yesterday's activities. And sitting in with us, along with Paul the Mall, K-Rock Josh, is, they're calling him the coach of the millennium right now. That's wow. right. The head coach. The head coach wow. of the Punta Stella All-Stars. That's right. Sounds dirty. It is. Gomez. <laughs> we don't know what it means. I just know that it's not good. Yeah. Punta Stella is yeah. very simply means the tip is Punta, and Stella means star. So we're the... Tip stars. The tip stars. Yes, it's baby. Just, it's going to look good on uh, the logo on the jerseys that the boss mm-hmm. It looks good on any porn site, yes, too, I yes. might add. Stella Punta. Punta Stella. Yeah. But it was a good time. It was a great tryout yesterday. So we had our tryouts yesterday at the Mellow Center. Um, and, uh, and, and I got to go. <laughs> There's energetic. so much material to go over. This could be the, the all-star. Uh, it was uh, an energetic tryout. Uh, radio. So, so we get there. Now, I'm 57 years old, and I still play basketball, but... There's a process for me that, you know, I get there, I stretch, you know, do a stretch-shoot combination. Shoot a few shots, then I'm stretching. But I'm re- I really need to stretch. I have a bad back that's been surgically repaired twice. Um, you know, so I see, hey, man, let's go over here. Let's go. We're there for 15 minutes, not yeah. even. I got to stretch for 15 and shoot for 30, run a little bit. and then then you're loose. And then I like that light little half-court kind of half-ass game to get the blood flowing. Before I'm going to play full, sure. we go right to full court. And I look over, I go, you guys don't want to maybe play a little half? Or the... No, no. And so I'm going to be the pussy that only wants to play half. Yeah. I so, wanted to play half. So everybody wanted everybody, to play half. And I don't know how that, I'll be honest with you, I'm the head coach. I did not know that how that Pauly, turned into a full court Pauly, Pauly. warm-up but tryout here, game. Here was the strategy thing, because this was a tryout. So here was the strategy thing. That was unforeseen to me. Yeah, I fully anticipated, and the reason why I go through this regimen is because I'll play for a couple hours. Yeah, twenty minutes after we're shooting around for a little while, All right, there wasn't enough. another body there. They <laughs> yes. were gone. You're damn right. Everybody left. I'm right. sitting there yeah. with Eric, and I go, "That's it." And I'm like, yeah, man, good tryout. Good. It was thanks uh, for coming. It was at the thirty minute mark. I was I had been hitting the junk, and I yes, was sitting on the side, and I kind of looked out there and saw the pale. Scary looks on everybody's faces, and I said, "You know what? I think they've had enough." That's enough. So I walked. I do out. believe at one point Gomez even turned to me and said, "How long are we playing?" Right. Right. There was no time. There was no scoreboard. There was no there was time. There was no clock. I was, we should go back. We and went forth. for thirty minutes, and I walked out. Good and I said, "We've had enough." <laughs> well, I can't. I can't just enough. go. I just can't go on a court. And start yeah. running. For, I mean, it takes me a while. To yeah. So, and I was pacing myself too, going, "These guys are gonna be dead." I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna yeah. dominate in about 20 more minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everyone was gone. We're done. So That's I come enough. up with the brilliant idea of asking Eric. I go, "Well, what happens after this?" The guys go. He goes, "Well, the team's coming down." And I said, "Oh, dude, I want to wow. play with the team." Bucket list. They go, "Can I?" And he goes, "Yeah, you can play." Wow. So, at one point, one of the more embarrassing moments for me when when the reality of the world comes in. So I see Dolzhai, and he comes down, and I start flapping at him about put some weight on we got to get you in the weight room you're going to start drinking shakes so later on i come up to him and i start to check him and I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hand in his stomach and his chest and he held the ball up and looked at me and i looked up and when he held the ball up i went i don't think i could jump up and hit <laughs> where the ball is i, I don't think i could have reached right, it right yeah i mean it's he's that level. long i mean he he's really was he 6'10 
He's got to be pushing uh, close close to that, yeah. And skinny. And he's got long arms, too. He's got Salzone arms. Yeah, he does. So he held the ball. It it looked to be close to where the rim is. I mean, (laughs) just standing there. My days of grabbing the rim or any of that nonsense are gone. And you know what's amazing now? The, the, The ability you have is how many sports analysts have played against the team they'll be talking about. So now, come fall, we're talking SU hoops. You'd be like, yeah, you know, when Dolajay was holding the ball over my head, right. or when I was trying to guard yeah. uh, Chukwu. When I dropped two threes on Brissett. <laughs> right. Dropped them on him. <laughs> I uh, I had heart, a hard time breathing. I saw that, and uh, uh, I was same. concerned about you for same. a little while. After the game, my lungs hurt. Same. No. Like, well, uh, But that goes to show you that even in a half-court situation, uh, which is what the tournament that we're going to play in um, will be, uh, it would be really good, and this and this for anybody, for us to get out once a week and go play, you know, somewhere. Stay loose, get or, warm, or get, get the get, lungs get, full of air. Get a hoop put out here, you know, in the mm-hmm. parking lot, just to, just stay to get fresh. a sweat going. It, it is good; it's really good for you. the The other, um, another interesting thing that happened to me was I got totally side. I got, I got, I got blindsided by Bayheim. So I go up to the office and I say hi. I don't pay my respects to the coach. He goes, what are you doing? I go, oh, we got to try out Eric, and then he starts laughing. So unbeknownst to me, um, Levine shows up, the great one. So the great one's up there, and Beheim looks at him and goes, yeah, and he points over at the glass, and he goes, those are your guys, aren't they? And and, and Ed looks out, and and to, to I think his joy, he sees all his guys, <laughs> you know, playing to hoops. Bad News Bears playing yeah. hoops. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think he really enjoyed seeing that. So coach comes down after our game breaks up, and he kind of he does this thing where he paces kind of around and watches what's going on, and then when he you know has an idea that he's got to talk to, he pulls one guy at a side at a time and engages with them. So he comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, uh, you do know we don't have insurance if anything happens." Oh boy! And I looked at him. I said, "Well, coach, I'm a member of three unions. I have really good insurance." And I'm thinking he means blow your knee up. Yeah, three goes, back out. All right, well, just be careful because you know we don't want to, you know anything bad to happen. I looked at him. I went. I realize he's talking about if I drop dead on the court. <laughs> and thinking, yeah, I, right. him, I go, did you just say that to me? And then he starts laughing because yeah. he got me. He was just trying to dig me that I'm fat and old. And then and then he got, but he totally got me. He set me up and he and he got me. He's good. So he's... more controversy for the yes. team, which is what we're going to discuss now. So of course, Axe does not show up. He says, I do not no. try out. He Allen Iversons us. He wants to be on the team. He wants to be. But he, he 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 said want, I don't try out for sure. That's Big garbage. Big so, so hang on, hang on, hang on. So we give Axe. The ability to to to, to sell us is this is what the coach wanted, something that was unknown to you men, that is now known to our coach, that I'm going to reveal to you, uh, is that uh, our owner, the great one Ed Levine, had made me general manager of this team in wow. secrecy. Yes, now, now, I didn't I didn't know this. As wow. a GM, all I do is supply our coach with as many options. And I and I and when I I sold him on this idea, I said to him. Did you get Eric Diedendorf? Did you get him? Who signed him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I brought him over to you to see. Absolutely. Did you get to play at the Mellow Center for your tryout? How was that arranged? Your General GM manager. again stepped in and took care it's of what was like did it. It's almost like you're the Robert Kraft of, of the Bill yes. Belichick. Is that exactly. Bill may have some ideas, but you can... You, can you know, you know yeah. no, Ed would be Kraft. You okay, be Kraft. sure, sure. I'm the GM. I'm that liaison in between that really my job is not to make any decisions, but you are my coach and my owner. With as many possibilities to succeed as possible. We want to win. That's what I'm supposed to do. We want to win. So, 
Axe calls in. He's pleading his case. Now, now the roster already in the mind of our court. Could you read the first three names on the roster? Yeah. You, you guys were there yesterday. I don't think there'd be a big argument here. But uh, Eric Devendorf. Obviously. Our number one player. Uh, our franchise player. Daniel, able to sink the three and take up some room in the middle and, and not afraid to bang it around in there. So, Daniel. Max Brigandi. And if he didn't make the team, I'm sure we'd hear about it. So it's, it's almost I, I, like... I, as the general manager, I have other responsibilities, Josh. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I would take it like a champion. All right, go ahead. Would have been uh, crying Max. like a bitch. <laughs> All right. Max Brigandi, uh-huh. who, who I didn't know until afterward was battling, like, the flu or something. No, he wasn't. That's what he He's said. He said he was. He no, said, he said he was sick. Well, he said well, he was well sick. even if he was That's sick, what he said. I, th- I, I think, I think um, he certainly showed skills that he plays basketball, for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do you, you don't agree with that? that no, I think he's just out of shape. He's just out of shape because he and I talked. Do you before. agree with his his positioning? On yeah, all? I don't. This yeah. t- the team you could have taken anybody off of that court. There was an equal level of suck. <laughs> so you believe that there were? You, so, so you believe that you could have put in Joe Salzone or no, Seth? Well, come or, on. No, 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 come on, Salzone. He took himself out of contention. Well, who yeah, would, he, who's, he cut who, himself. Who, who so far not on the list would have been your argument to be better than Brigandi? No one. It does. It, but I, there was no way of gauging how good someone is at basketball off of that turd. That's that a ridiculous people statement. Like of course, and, and tripping just watching how people dribble and how they do stuff. Yeah, oh, of course, garbage. you could do an assessment. No, garbage. So I had Sam, uh, uh, Max, and then those are three, and it's a four-person yes. roster. And this is where Brent. So Paul, Sam. Was put in the number four slot. Yes. Okay. Which I agree. With. Sam, Sam was here. Sam was. Sam, Sam yes. Well, I didn't know was technically an employee. Yes. Right. Until yesterday, well, Sam, I, I had never met him. I've only heard him on your show, and he does a great job. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so kid. Sam becomes problematic for a couple of reasons. If Sam is elected in the four spot, he's elected at the cost of four hundred dollars for me because I told him I would fly him up from Washington <laughs> where he's going to be, so I'd have to eat his plane ticket. <laughs> oh, so I didn't know but, about that. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. In order to get him as into the, the GM, as the yeah. GM. As we know, my dedication to winning and my dedication to this team is unshaken. So I, w- I would go ahead and do that. Now, suddenly Axe, who refused to try out, uh, this was kind of a John Elway going to the Baltimore yeah. Colts move uh, and threatens to go play baseball for the Yankees, says, I don't try out. But we give him some time on the early show today uh, to tell us why we should consider him. And so, and so he went on, if you want this guy who's going to, you know, do do the work inside, play good defense. He's, he's selling his game and everything else. And there is a certain amount that comes to the truth of that. He's Brent Axel brings us some publicity. Yes, he does. That, some 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 publicity. That's got the, some uh, leverage. That that has some leverage. That has some, some equity leverage. there. So that being considered, uh, we get that. And then, you know, those late moves made by powerful GMs. Mm-hmm. I start to text and I, I start to see the vision. I start to see the vision of Brigandi and I just rebounding and throwing the ball to two horses yes. as opposed to just one. And I text Jerry McNamara. And I, I you know, Jerry, who is an employee of the station. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, now, he now is. keep in mind, too. This b- isn't b- fun keep, for people, keep, though. Keep it, keep, <laughs> this is fun for us. Hang on before you We're say that. We're going to win this thing. Hang on before you I'm say that. I'm the coach. Because the reason why this was... Only a consideration right now. And I see your point, Paulie. You know, you're going to bring in two guys, one guy that uh, you yeah. know played for the Utah Jazz. First of all, that was a while ago. A long time ago. Okay, number yeah. two, we've already heard from uh, uh, um, the limo driver, yes. Jimmy. Jimmy the limo who's driver. Who's got four 24-year-old kids, two of them who played in college, playing for their team. Yeah. About, and they've challenged us. So it could be that we just have... McNamara play for that for the bet game, 
and not play in the tournament. So, but but again, as the GM of this team, it is my responsibility to arm my coach with as many bullets in his gun as I can. That's right. And so that's what I'm doing in in a ongoing negotiation. With so Mr. is Jerry McElroy. not on the team yet? He has not agreed not to play. A, what we well, did, what we did, what the decision that was made by the coach, which I support as his general manager was that we've got Eric in the number one slot, me in number two, Max is number three, and then number four, we have penciled in Sam. And so the coach has made a choice of Sam over Axe. And next to Axe, could you read what it says, please? Uh, Brent Axe, DL, prostate. We have Brent Axe on the disabled list because of a prostate problem. Oh, my Here's my... Two takes on this. Okay, go ahead. Where it could be fun and where yes. it sucks. All right. All right. It sucks if you're like a guy who works in a business at a bank at FedEx or and show, yeah, and shows yeah. up and he comes out here to play basketball. You know, even if he played community division three, yeah, he gets out there and Jerry McNamara and Eric Dievendorf are on the court yes, and they, they get slaughtered and that kind of takes the fun That's out right. of it for every other company. Spoken but, like a loser. Go ahead. <laughs> but. The second thing is also it is a charity event and it's also a once in a lifetime opportunity for people to come out and play against Eric Dieendorf yes. and Jerry McNamara and it will bring publicity to of the event. Of course it will. Of but course it will. I'm with but, you on well, the second look, part. Oh, oh, oh. I think that's the better that's the better thing. Uh, and, but yeah, please but remember please win. remember something. Please remember something. If for one minute you think that Jerry McNamara and Eric Dieendorf are going to come out unless we're playing against some really good talent and go all out they're not. They no. don't have to, though. That's no. the level of separation like between them and the banker. Just goofing around was a hundred times better than any of us right, sucky right. old but, guys. But 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 please remember too, um, winning is everything. <laughs> <laughs> we want bragging right. We want to win. We want the trophy. We're coming over the trophy, for... and we don't care. Suck it. We're a sports show. No, but I no. also I, I'm on Paulie's side of the fact that it makes us look really good as a company. Uh, it, it really does to yes. say we have the ability. To let you guys play with two SU greats, legends. Galaxy legends. Media yeah. made that happen for you. And there's and there and there's a, um, uh, uh, for sure levels within the division that you're playing. So we're playing the corporate level. That's wide open. It's not an age bracket thing yeah. like some of the other it could ones. Be in your 20s it's or not your a 50s. talent level thing. Yeah. You're going to have corporate guys who are going to go. Yeah, my son works here. You don't think we're the only one that's going to bring in ringers. Well, our ringers are a level above ringer. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, until we look over and see Roosevelt Bowie and yeah. somebody else playing Danny on some other team. or somebody else right. that got hired last yeah, week exactly to right. mow the lawn. <clears throat> like, oh, he's an employee. <clears throat> yeah. My, we're in it to win it. One other thing I noticed yesterday that uh, I you guys don't have to say how old you are, but I am going I'm to be- 57. Uh, I'll be 58. And you're, I'm going to be 46. The this three is of something us, about how he's done. Go ahead. The three of us were the only ones that really didn't sub out of the game. Not really didn't. We didn't sub. Didn't no, you sub got out. hurt. You had to sub yeah, out. Yeah, you got hit in the... Yeah, in the which I, is, by the way, on video. Is I it? Think, I think Marissa really? was running I camera. I do. I have the clip of it. Of him getting hit. Yeah, in the Sam hip checked oh, me in the yeah. jump. Well, I'm putting the video together. Well, thank God it was an injury to a rarely used appendage. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like you hurt a finger yeah, or right. something, you know. <laughs> but that's the oh, only reason you every something. night. Just, <laughs> just check, please. That, just if well, I hurt my hand, it was the only reason too. you took yourself out of the game was an yeah. injury. It wasn't like you needed to yeah. catch your breath. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, but going back to the Jerry McNamara thing, because we're also doing trying to end around by getting. Misses involved mm-hmm. yeah, in, the, see, we, in the, the process. The, right, this is where the greatness, the the greatness comes from a GM. So to get Jerry to you've got to be able to assess your talent and understand where to hit home to make these things happen as a general manager. So uh, with Eric, I knew immediately 
You know, because it's, well, what's the pay? And of course, that would be illegal, and we would never yeah, do, that do that at Bushwood, sir. So um, I told Eric, well, over the summer when I'm shooting, you're a walk-on part, and you're speaking in the movie. He went, I'm done, I'm in. <laughs> now, for Mac, I get the yeah. feeling that that wouldn't be a, like a shoe-in thing to say. I don't think he'd care. So for him, having Robin call his wife and say, we're going to pay for the babysitter, you and I go to Del Lago for lunch and spa treatments, it's <laughs> over. It's he's, over. He's, there's that, some real glad handing happening here. Wow. That's, bro, I, I, it's iconic. He's the, he's I the general it. manager. So can we GMs count do. on you? Now, now, there's another big announcement as the GM. Uh -oh. that, See, that, I, not I, haven't even, I haven't heard this. Not team operations no wise, so I actually, have the <laughs> I actually have the authority to do this okay, by my right. own. Mm -hmm. But I want the coach to be informed as, as I am. Thank you. Um, we have two very famous uh, and talented broadcasters that have volunteered to come down and call our games courtside. Live on ESPN. Live on ESPN. Really? And that would be Paulie the Mole and Joel Salzone. <laughs> no, the question is, where are we going with Josh with this, and how do we get Josh Josh wants involved? a day off. Josh just wants a day off? You'll call it's a Saturday. I don't think Josh wants to You'll go. do the satellite feed? <laughs> yeah, you're a sideline reporter. <laughs> live. Yeah, go live to me on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the opposing team. Yeah, this right. is bull, man. They got those guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, before we go to break here, you know, it would be great to play basketball against Eric Devendorf and Jerry Mackerman. Yes, it would. It also would be great to enjoy a nice happy hour with your office with the Daniel Baldwin show. I don't know whether or not the Daniel Baldwin show has been informed of this yet or not. Well, we're all learning things on but, the air yeah, for the nice. first time today. Right yeah, now, <laughs> we will take caller 10 at 437-7644, uh -huh. and you will reg be registered to win a UPS happy hour, happy hour party for your office at Shaughnessy's Pub in the Marriott Syracuse wow. downtown. Party will be May 18th, which is a Friday. Oh, that's fun. It's exciting. So I'll be Skyping in, too. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> I'll definitely be there. So it'll Daniel be fun. will FaceTime with Paul, and you can go so, to yeah, Paulie's exactly. yeah. in the la It doesn't matter if we're, you know, who's there. You get a free party for your it's office. A party. It's a bad wow. food and drinks and stuff. So it'll be fun. What a generous gift. It's so, a nice gift. Kim, why don't we win? And that's just calling her. There's no contest? No, there? you're registering to win. Call her 10. Oh, you're registering but to win. But it's call callers, much 10. like this tournament. So why don't we just make ourselves the winner and go have a party? And I like wow, it. Oh, I like the way you think. Win, coach. win, win. Four three seven seven six four four. If you'd like to register your office for a nice party, <laughs> cool. well, thank you. Let's Fun. go to break. We'll be back. <laughs> thank you, Coach Gomez. Mets baseball is driven by Amtrak and CNS companies. Jay Bruce hits it out, and the Mets are right back in it. ESPN Radio ninety seven point seven, one hundred point one, twelve hundred AM, and fourteen forty AM. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. No, you're not up there. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. So we got a caller. Nick, you there? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Daniel Baldwin. Yes, indeed. As the operating general manager of this team, I have one quick question for you. Yeah, tell me. When will you finally remove your Christmas tree from your front lawn? Um, well, you know what? Here's the thing I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> about the savings that I'm going to make if I keep it out of the house and keeps my wife happy. And I leave it up there, and I just throw that bad boy up next year. What do you think? You're breaking up really bad, bro. Can you hear me? Barely. I said it's still in great condition, so I think that game plan will work just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the other thing is, I, I'm one of those idiots that 
doesn't really read all of the material when I get the, the flyer in the mail. So I get the flyer in the mail that says, such and such a day is the day that you put out like all your mattresses and all your crap. So I cart a bunch of stuff I have to get rid of out there at 2 o'clock in the morning because I got to go to work at, at, at 3. And I bring all that stuff out by the curb. I drag the tree. And what I did was it was a tree that when 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 we bought it, the very bottom that you're putting into the uh, the tree holder uh, was a little curved, and I didn't notice it. So when we put it in the thing, the tree leaned to one side. So I had to throw the, I had to get bolts and drill bolts into it. So I couldn't get it back out of the Christmas tree holder. So I threw the tree out by the front of the house with the Christmas tree holder on it, not knowing that the guys came with like a sledgehammer and broke the holder off, but left the tree because they can't take trees. So now he's right; the tree's been sitting out there for like two months. I'm kind of hoping that it just like breaks up into compost. We but burn that's like it, baby. Up. We burn it in Central New York. I know. I, I I ran the burn barrel. Light it up. I did the burn barrel like uh, maybe two weeks ago with the kids on a bunch of leaves, and uh, and and I got all kinds of you know. Hey man, you're gonna get fined. Oh, because of the burn ban. There's a burn yeah, there's ban some ban or something on Maladev. What are you allowed to do anymore? You know, Nothing. You can, you can own a semi-automatic rifle and kill you know tens of people, but you can't burn some leaves in your driveway anymore. This is my brain working again. Is anybody else a little alarmed that he knows where you live and what's in your front yard? Like, that was just a random dude, colleague. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, the, the second day we were here, this kind of scared the crap out of Robin. We walk into Walmart. You know when you go and you're coming out of Walmart, they have like that, it's an elderly person usually that checks your receipt. Yeah. And if they look like you got stuff that for some reason doesn't look like it's wrapped. So this woman turns around and she goes, excuse me, because we, we were getting the house ready. So we were living at Walmart and and uh, um, Home Depot and places like that. So the woman goes and she goes, I'm sorry, can you can I see a receipt? And I show her the receipt. And she just glanced, like she's really checking what's in the yeah. thing. So she looks over at me and she makes eye contact. And she goes, oh, I know who you are. You live over, and she names my address by the number of the house. We've been there two days. Small and Rob, town. Robin looked at her and and she looked kind of scared. And of course, she was you know just a, a harmless older woman. But we walked out and she went, "How does she know our exact address?" I went, "Well, you know, I mean, I'm probably not a lot of actors that live in Cleveland, New York. So, actually, Brody lives there. So, so there's two of us. Um, but it really did. It threw her off. It threw her off that somebody knew our address." I mean, I've worked with you for six months. I don't know how to get to I your house. I don't care where you live. <laughs> it's my right, right. Yeah, Listen, you don't know where I live. I don't, I don't care know. where I live, so it really doesn't matter. But, damn but that reminds me, though. What are we going to have? That we're going to wait for the weather to get a little. It's more? Oh, dude, it's nice now. So it's is, nice now. Is, is it on like Donkey Kong? Like in a couple, a week or two, I should do the barbecue. Do, do you the, me, do the bro Paulie? barbecue, man? Bro Can I light up a stogie? I got the outdoor deck yeah. overlooking the lake. No, if we're having a bro barbecue, I'm not bringing my family to that. We're going to yeah. bro barbecue. No, oh, you want a bro barbecue, yes. no family barbecue. No, yes. not Do you get away barbecue. with that on the weekend? Don't say it's a work event. Well, because... <laughs> I got to do it for work. Obviously, your wife doesn't listen to anything you do on the radio because you just <laughs> uh, announced your game plan. Yeah, she's at work right now. They'd be divorced me. if she listened to him on yeah, the radio. Yeah, no, no. Would they? Yes, in a second. So like, this is like the Howard Stern thing? Well, like, I know what time she listens and I keep things... Uh, I, I play he doesn't say the, anything dirty, but he's just an idiot. I play within the lines, yeah. Wow. Like, I don't admit to my heavy drinking and, uh, you know, how hot <laughs> chicks are while so, she's still listening. So, but, but factor in then, so if we do it before the 24th, then Robin's not back. Then it's total Brodom. But if Robin's there, she's going to say, why aren't you bringing, you know, you should bring the dog walker. 
Uh, you should. <laughs> Why don't you uh, send her to <laughs> send her to Del Lago? And we'll have a bro party. That's well, going to be a tougher sell to say. You go away. We'll yeah, we do I do fun. that, and it's going to smell of strippers. Trust yeah. me. Trust me. Which is not strippers a bad don't smell. Travel to Cleveland, New York. Oh, they do when I call. No. <laughs> Dude, I bet we could. I bet we could have just a. Okay, let's see. Let's just take a look. Let's take a look at it. Afternoon. So we've got uh, uh, Saturday the twelfth. No good. Uh, Saturday the nineteenth. Saturday the nineteenth. It's my daughter's birthday party. Can't do it. That's right. It's not like oh my god. This is the old guy. I got a birthday party for kids. Why can't we do it during like the weekday? We could leave right. We could leave right after here and go. Because my kids will be there. Oh, you know I mean, if you want the bro thing, it's true. that's what I'm saying. The smart move might be to wait till Robin gets home. And then remember, I've got levels. We're down by the water. Okay. We're out right. on the boat. Okay. You know, and Robin stays with the wives and the kids. I Okay. I'm down. And you let them run around and we escape. I'm down with that. I think that could happen. That might be smart. That might, might be, be a better you know, play. Well, what it does is it smooths over the option for the full-blown summer bro party mm-hmm. where... Yeah, wives aren't coming. Yeah, we're on the boat. We're yeah, out there yeah. smoking oh. stogies. Smoking stogies. You don't get to smoke stogies at home. No, no, no. Oh, I see. Josh smokes a pipe. Yeah, or I have my pipe. My get old man pipe. pipe. Yeah. Wow, it's a good uh, corn Treat cob. Myself. What do you got? Treat myself. Just a little pipe. I just my like, dad I just smoked like a it. pipe. And my like mother it. used to complain because all of his pants had burnt holes in, in the pocket because he would take it still lit and put it in his pocket. <laughs> And like little hot ash would burn my phone. Yeah, be like I just believe burn it. it on fire. I believe it. I did it all the time. Let's go to break. We'll be back. We'll actually talk some sports next. We Listen are to the, on the block. Really? We are? We are, yes. <laughs> Listen to On the Block with Brent X. All this month, be caller five and prompted to call, and you will win a free haircut from Sports Clips on Brewerton Road in Cicero, courtesy of Sports Clips and ESPN Radio Syracuse. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. Hey, now. It's done. The computer froze up. The computer froze up was the excuse why you had that terrifying dead air experience. Brought to you by Polly the Mole. I would be a terrible pilot. Alec Baldwin's favorite mole. Yeah. Uh, so do we have the cue music now? We're going Hold into on, it? I gotta, He's cueing. He's cueing. I'm rebooting. Does it matter oh now, Polly? Yes, it, it matters. I, I worked on he this. He is a professional who edited this segment and got it set up, and damn it, he's proud of it. I'll have to edit this part out of the podcast. Yeah. No, no, leave it. Make him relive it. Here's your promo for today. Here we go. It's time for... I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... So what? It's unlistenable radio. Amen. You understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show. That was worth the wait. Let's do it. <laughs> wow. Wow. You see, you know, it's funny. Back in the in the day when I did my first sitcom, they do a read-through, and they do a read-through every day, uh, uh, you know, for you to then to retool and change jokes and see what works. And so when you're one of the characters in the show and you say the joke line, you hear one guy at the read-through go, ah, ha, ha, and that's the guy who wrote the joke. Yeah. He loves so it. So every time this comes on, Paulie has this big smile. He, he looks it. at me. I see what I did. This is my piece, Paul. I, I did it. I won't run it anymore. What do you mean? It's a brilliant piece. Stroke the Phenomenal ego. Phenomenal editing. Stroke the ego. He got, he's, got a, he's got an enlarged testicle from the shot that he, he sustained really yesterday. At the He'll game. never have children. Talk no. sports. All right. Wow. Jeez. Get off my lawn. <laughs> exactly. Going for 28 points and seven rebounds. Returning to the Golden State Warriors last night was one Steph Curry. Oh. 
Who would have thought that wasn't going to happen? They're not even going to win the West. They're not going to the finals. Houston so. looks good, but Houston is going to win. One person over here said he'd be back, and everybody else said, "Oh no, he wouldn't." I thought he was out for the rest of the season. He's, I don't care. I don't care what he does. He's not going. He's not going. The Rockets win, so I hope he scores forty a game, and then when they get a piece of him, they put him down. Just, Joe, 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 so what? So what? So what? Yeah. <laughs> so what? the only one who cared was Paulie because he was right about something for a minute. <laughs> right, right, exactly. now move on. And you know what? The bet was he wasn't going to play every game in the finals, which is because Houston's going to take him out. So I win that bet. I win every bet with you. You know. We'll what? see. It's crazy. We'll see. Big mouth. Justify. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. My mom can take your mom. Justify and Mendelssohn are the early two favorites uh, in the odds to win the 2018 Kentucky Derby. In English? Justify and Mendelssohn are the early favorites right. on the odds to win the 2018 Kentucky Derby. You can hear it right here. Justify wins it. On ESPN Radio Syracuse. Justify yeah. wins it. Yeah? Three to one odds that Justify wins it. I like Mendelssohn. Do you? Do you even know? No, it just sounds cool. Do you ever play the ponies, Daniel? Do you know how to play ponies? Oh. Of course, I might know a little bit about it, my friend. Really? So, so what are the odds on uh, Mendelssohn? Uh, also three to one. Mendelssohn sounds like the person that lived across the street from me. Hey, go over to the Mendelssohn's house much, and borrow a couple. How, how, how much is the bet? Oh, I don't know. On the pony? Now we're betting on the five bucks. How much is the bet? Five bucks on the five ponies. Five bucks at three to one. That's right, baby. Are you just playing music off your phone now? Just playing Justify My Love by Madonna. (laughs) Justify it, baby. I'm going to justify it right now. Uh, When is the Kentucky Derby that you'll hear on Thursday? I believe that... Yeah, baby. Are you just playing music off your phone now? going to let us keep talking. Is this a radio show? (laughs) It is a radio show. It is a radio show. Talk sports. I am talking sports while I play Justify My Love. How many horses race? Uh, Is there a limit? <laughs> Can you have a, 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 a thousand? A thousand, <laughs> Joe. I don't know. I don't know. And I believe it's at six forty-six when the race is. Yes. That's when they tip off or whatever they do. <laughs> Post time? Yeah. Is that what yeah, good one? Nothing happens. What's the next one? Madonna's really hot in this video. She really is. Are you Jeez, doing a radio this. show right now? <laughs> hey. Content is not your department. Oh. Content's not your department. I'm watching Justify My Love. I don't know. Paul dropped a really good glory. Dom DeLuise joke yesterday. Yeah, so he's really on and top I, of And I wish it had been recorded. <laughs> that is a hot video, Dan. Look, the video is ridiculous. A couple of old guys, guys watching a Madonna video. You might want to take a look before you say no. You're infuriating me right now. Wow. Justify my love. I'm going to say so what to that video. Oh. Five bucks on the derby. Justify. Uh, just you, Joe says so What's what to it? most women. Talk sports. <laughs> <laughs> WWE wrestler Kane has won the GOP primary for Knox County Mayor in Tennessee. So what? Cool. Cool. I mean, how many people live in Knox Town? Knox County. Oh, Knox County. Yeah, it's all county. Knox- <laughs> that's so that's right. a pretty big Tennessee place, actually. So. A Florida, finally, a Florida man who was allegedly practicing karate has been found guilty for kicking birds in the face in a local Florida park. <laughs> for kicking, was he like birds? kicking him no, out of the air? I was gonna say, if they were in flight, I'm gonna say he's a badass. He deserves it. Rocco he- Mantello was arrested for. Kicking swans in the face. Oh, oh swans! swans. <laughs> they move one mile an hour. And then he claimed he was practicing karate. <laughs> yeah. He was 
kicking a swat. What oh, the hell is wrong oh, with him? He was charged with cruelty to enemy. Like, Animals. if he was, like, swatting hummingbirds out of the air, <laughs> I'd be like, that'd be impressive. You know what yeah. I can say to that? <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is really messed up. That's really messed up. And that's up. just the way it is? Is, this, is that, the, is that <laughs> the wrong segment? I don't know what it is, yeah. He kicked swans. He was kicking swans. And so when he got caught, he said he was practicing karate. I hope Ed's not listening. Wow. <laughs> you hope Ed's not listening? <laughs> yeah. It's compelling radio swan kicking. The, oh. No, the swan kicking's fine. It's the other <laughs> stuff. Wow, what's the matter with you? I'm playing Justify My Love while I'm picking the horse Justify Me. There you go. Everyone's going. Thank you. <laughs> Boy, I really hope <laughs> we're gonna be in big trouble. Oh, Ed gave up on counting on this to be a sports show. <laughs> the day I showed up, he turned around, he listened to the Levitar, and he went, "Yeah, we'll go with it. We'll G- go with an hour with the idiot." G Wally, do you think Ed's listening? Right. Jolly <laughs> <laughs> G. You think you, you think guys, Ed's hearing any you of this? You guys won't get in trouble for it. <laughs> that's, that's really funny that you say that because from the very beginning, Pam said to me that I'm Eddie Haskell. You're Eddie Haskell, right? She said you're Eddie Haskell. Oh, it's gonna break. And- this is ESPN Radio Syracuse. <laughs> Wally. Syracuse Crunch through the Calder Cup playoffs. Two seconds and one. The Crunch has swept the Emmerks. They're headed to the North Division Finals. It's a 6-3 win in Game 3. It's a three games to zero series sweep for the Crunch. Their fourth sweep in franchise history. And the Crunch for the second consecutive season are headed to the North Division Finals. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, we're back. So I want to touch base on this thing because a lot more, particularly inside information from friends that I have that are in the NFL. This uh, Shaquille Griffin situation. So let me lay it out for you if you haven't heard it. He goes to the combine. Um, as we know, he has um, he's missing his his hand on one side, uh, and he played very very well in college. You know, certainly a fine athlete. But let's face it: when you're you're a defender who's or anyone that may potentially handle the ball, interceptions, fumble recoveries, and you're tackling too, minus a hand. Obviously, that's a concern, and he's overcome these difficulties as other athletes from Tom Dempsey, who was a kicker, had a half a foot. Um, you know, Pete Gray, the legendary player who only had one arm and played professional baseball. Um, so this athlete has, has a, um, a, a handicap, if you will. He's missing a hand. Well, he goes to the combine, and all the news comes out that he runs a 4-3-5, I think, mm-hmm. or 4 so. A four or a four three eight forty yard dash, so that's flying for a linebacker. I believe they said that that's the second fastest running of a linebacker at the combine since like two thousand and two. Right. So significant factor. Um, he doesn't get drafted. Ends up getting drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, and ironically, that puts him in a position to play with his brother, two brothers playing. But 
he didn't go as quickly as people thought he was going to go. They didn't think they thought that based on that timing alone, that blazing speed at his size, he was then suddenly vaulted, you know, down the ladder uh, projection-wise to be picked much earlier. And so it comes out after Seattle officially comes out after Seattle gets him that there was a, a malfunction with the clock that timed oh. him on the 40 and that it was indeed two tenths of a second off that he ran a 4.5840, which is significantly different in the 40-yard dash when you're covering backs out of the backfield and so on and so forth. Now, here's where the subversive part comes in. My sources tell me that it had leaked out to people that had the opportunity to pick him before Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, there's supposedly a rumor that the clock wasn't working right, so be careful. This guy's not as fast as people think. Right. Which, at that speed, made him more attractive versus concerns I'm sure people have with what what, what goes on with a, with a, at that level with somebody who's missing a hand. Mm-hmm. So, so now I'm waiting to see if this becomes you know some kind of uh, uh, you know draft gate you know or something that's going to come out that teams actually had an advantage by knowing that this guy didn't run the time that he ran. Because as soon as Seattle got him, the story broke that the clock malfunctioned well, and he wasn't does, as fast. How does a clock glitch and then nobody, like, they don't redo it? Or, like, this, it's I, that secretive? I think what happened was, um, in the research, the, the, here's how I'm hearing it from somebody who it was from a particular team um, that said they were in a position to draft him and they were very interested way before Seattle got him. And based on this number. So they wanted to review the tape just because they're watching them run. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're running that fast, second fastest in 15, 18 years, whatever it's been. So in watching it, they watched him launch when he came out of the block and the clock hadn't ticked because it's like a tenth, a, a sure. hundredth of a second clock. Sure. So the second it goes off, it's going brrrr, and there was nothing there until he literally his legs started to come up. He's coming. And they went, oh, my God, it didn't it didn't start when he started. So either he fault started early, but it wasn't because a light goes on, yeah. or the clock malfunctioned. And it turned out after further examination by this one person's observation of it, they went back then and they literally timed it out and said, he's two tenths of a, tech, a second slower. That's crazy. So, but, but what's really interesting to me is the whole process of whoever discovered it then turned around and think of how you could have shifted this draft. Mm-hmm. So you know that you're in a position to take a guy that's going to be available you know around or a couple of players later and you slowly but surely start telling people what you know so they won't draft them and then Seattle grabs them so because they didn't know so whoever was right after Seattle had a great advantage because they got to take somebody that was what they thought he was going to be. You know what I mean? So it's just mind-boggling to think of the levels of... Uh, Does it change the game that much to be ten- two-tenths of a second tr- uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, slower? I, I think so, Paulie. Yeah, for a linebacker, absolutely. But if he if he uh, tackles and makes plays, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not, not saying he's he, he, he isn't talented enough to play in the league. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm more intrigued by the idea that... There might have been this big cover-up and, and a selective identification by whoever it was that discovered it in telling different teams what it was, and then they released the information. What they found it out after they announced it right after. So, right, right, right. So someone knew, right. And the fact that he slid after being projected to be picked, maybe as you know, early as the as the late, you know, 
first or early second round. He went in like the fourth round or something, and it was due to this fact. So, If you missed any of the Daniel Baldwin show or any show here on ESPN Radio Syracuse, get up. Get caught up with the best podcasts of On the Block with Brent X, Orange Nation, and of course this, the Daniel Baldwin Show, on ESPNSyracuse.com, or subscribe in iTunes and get them delivered to your phone each and every day. And I gotta say, you know, uh, our heartfelt prayers uh, um, are uh, ap- actually out there right now for Brent, who we understand is on the disabled list due to uh, some kind of prostate inflammation. Overgrown prostate or yeah. undergrown, something. It's Something out there. We, we're hearing rumors that it's prostate. You know, we don't mean, we don't mean to out Brent, but... <laughs> Uh, you know what? If necessary, and he has to get the surgery, put it on the block, Brent. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs>